0: This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Position. Well, it's so on. much different hearing myself over here.
0: Okay, we can go. You too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we re- did we get that? We I didn't recording? hear I didn't hear a fart. No, okay. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Thundercast. My name is Lucas. I'm Christian. And I'm
2: Liam, here with another podcast that just talks about movies.
0: Today, we're coming to you live from Dracula's Castle. It's spooky in here. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's terrifying and scary. I don't like it. Come go. Not yet. Okay. (laughs) And today, we are also sponsored by. Sorry, I mean. no, <laughs> you interrupted my sponsor, Christian. Sorry. sorry. Jesus. Is that?
2: Are those big white testicles? Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. No, it's his hair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and today we are sponsored by Underwater Levels. Fuck! Not another one. Electrified tentacles. God damn it!
2: Oh, I'm on a robot suit. How does this work? <laughs> I'd much rather run over lava with the turtles again. As long as we're not escorting anyone. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So today we are going to talk about video games. Video games. We're going way off brand on this one. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's not a broad
2: topic or anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And if you can't tell, Lucas and I switched positions. Yeah, we did. We're trying something new. I yeah. wanted Lucas Shaking to be the center up. of attention. Yeah, I want him to be the center of attention. And yes, so that it.
2: now means that uh, I'm on top and uh Lucas <laughs> is at the bottom. Yeah. We
1: are we are a man witch right now. Yeah. Like, we actually record our podcast. We've changed up. We from the first couple episodes we all just sat on Lucas's lap. Mm-hmm. But now we all just lay down on top of each other. Yeah. Uh, Lucas is now in the middle. It's disproportionate. Yeah, it's, it's, it's only... like when you have too big of a chicken
2: for the bun. You know, <laughs> I wish Lucas was what uh, was uh, was a ginger so we could be like a marmalade sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Anyway. All right. There um, we go. Interesting. Let's go from what we've consumed. All right. Consumption time. Uh, Liam and I saw Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, was it? it's pretty OK. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty OK. It's pretty OK. It's. Pretty okay. it's it doesn't do anything new. Hmm. It's it's just like Black Panther, where it doesn't really present any new information or anything, like any spin on the origin story or anything like that. But some of the action was cool. Uh, I think Brie Larson's performance is really good. Sam Jackson pretending to be Sam Jackson from the 90s is something to, like,
2: marvel <laughs> um, there was, like, honestly, Lucas, I was really worried that uh, when I saw the trailers, that that whole uh, de-aging effect wasn't going to translate to a whole movie, but you mm-hmm. can't even tell through most
0: of it. That's impressive. Yeah.
2: It's it's actually really, um, really impressive. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a, it's also a shame that such an average movie is garnishing up so much media bullshit. Yeah, a lot of negative attention.
0: Marvel, I think, did that on purpose in a lot of ways, because the, the outrage is the advertisement.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, as it's, it, I find that in Hollywood, a lot of people do that. Apparently, mm-hmm. I was reading up on that uh, John Travolta movie Gaudy today. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. apparently is gaudy awful. I'm you're, just on the roll today. Roll today yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's ridiculously bad. And uh, before it came out, it had I think it was seven thousand reviews, and the audience score was eighty percent versus a credit score of zero, and Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> was just like. Hmm. I don't know if this looks right, <laughs> but they couldn't prove anything. So, yeah. but they were just basically the producers of the film were saying like, "Oh, the critics are saying it's bad, but the fans are saying it's good. Go see
2: it and so, make up your own mind." So, what every studio is doing right now. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah, but know. with Captain Marvel, I think they're they're kind of leaning into it. You mm-hmm. know, I think they're 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 accepting the bad the bad. The negative attention and kind of transforming. Well, yeah, that, it. That,
0: that's kind of a, that. That's a marketing tactic right now. Like a lot of brands have been doing that. Like Gillette doing that whole uh, "men can be better" commercial. That was right, right. they specifically did that to outrage people, and so those people would become the advertisement. Mm-hmm. There's been several other brands that have done sure. that too now oh. too, but Captain Marvel kind of did that as well. I saw this PETA ad that was two
1: dudes in bed together. Mm-hmm. There's a black guy and a white guy, and then in the middle was a chicken. And it was just, like, meat gets in the way of your sex life or something. And, but it really just looks like they had a three-way with the chicken. <laughs> and they were both disappointed with
2: the result. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a hot chicken. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, uh, I was going to say one thing with uh, Captain Marvel. But I think part of why I didn't uh, love it, it, which is that, like, it just felt very obligated. It, mm. it didn't really feel like anybody really wanted to make it. Also... Except for, like, Brie Larson. She was having a ton of fun. Yeah, but even then, I'd still have a problem of, like, what I thought when Brie Larson was casted. As talented and as cool as Brie Larson is, I I don't buy her as a soldier or, like, a or or like a, a military-type person. Yeah, they totally needed, not. like, more of a uh, Katie Sackhoff
0: or a uh, Charlize Theron-type. Yeah. Katie Sackhoff as Captain Marvel would be. Would have been badass. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> At least back when she was, like, that age. What about the Olsen twins? <laughs> <laughs> both and, of them. And is. they would, for some reason... Captain Marvel would just, for some reason, look like Scarlet Witch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. It's both Olsen twins. They just, mm. like, arms the whole movie and talk in
1: unison like Children <laughs> of the Corn. <laughs> That'd be a different movie. <laughs>
0: That'd be a very different movie. Yeah,
1: that's, like, uh, Fox leaning into, like, the New Mutants being a horror movie. Yeah. Like, um, Captain
2: Marvel is, like,
0: a Shining sequel.
1: <laughs>
2: also, uh... No spoilers, but uh, was there's a specific thing with a cameo that ma- honestly made me really smile. Oh, it was good. Mm.
1: Honestly, I feel like we can talk about it because it's kind of in the public eye right now. Uh, I don't know if... Do, are you going to see Captain Marvel? Probably. I don't know if I'm going to see it while it's in theaters. But... Okay, fair enough. Do you? We're going to talk... Like, Stan Lee cameo. All right, go for it. Yeah. So, Stan Lee's on the bus, and he's sitting there. The movie takes place in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. So, he's just sitting on the bus, and he's reading the script for Mallrats. Because he's in that movie, he's in Mulrath, and he's just and he's just repeating his lines over and over again. Then she comes to like take the script out of his hands to see if he's a scroll. and then he just kind of looks at her and then is like, like fuck you. And then he <laughs> goes back to reading the script. It was and I I looked, leaned over at Liam and I was just like, that was the fucking Mulrath script. And we had a good laugh. Yeah, it honestly made. Fun. And then awesome Liam and smile. I made out in the theater. No. <laughs> yeah,
2: the seats got pretty sticky. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was the butter from the popcorn. Yeah. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. sure. <Yep>. Censor this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, it was the. It, it, it's fine. It, it's oh, yeah. honestly. It's. I liked it quite a lot. Leaving the theater and then kind of in retrospect, sort of thinking about it a little more. And I left the theater. I know you're not big on review uh, on like numbers and that sort of thing, but I left the theater. I was like seven out of ten.
2: Now I'm hovering closer to like a six point five. I think. Yeah. I think that's a reasonable number. Yeah, I think it's just kind of the equivalent of a middle of a road Marvel movie. Like and I've said that about things like uh, uh, Doctor Strange or uh, or just some of the other like in between things, but this one just kind of at times felt like Marvel's table scraps. Mm-hmm. There's also mm-hmm. one certain thing with a character that's been talked about in other movies that's revealed to that I thought was kind of a slap in the face to that character. Yeah. And turned something that I thought that I thought could have been really cool and everybody thought could have been really cool and turned it into something stupid. Yeah, it turned mm-hmm. it into a joke. Anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, we stuck out to Marvel.
1: Uh, well, and then I watched American Made, which is the film, the Doug Lyman film with Tom Cruise uh, about, I can't remember what the guy's name is, some smuggler that worked for the FBI and stuff like that, CIA or some shit, and basically he was like smuggling weapons down to Colombia and then he got mixed up in the drug trade with Escobar and then was like smuggling cocaine and then like, it was, yeah, it was a good movie, they did a lot, he does, he does a lot of really interesting stuff with the camera and like the okay. movements and stuff. And like I was like Doug Lyman knows what he's doing.
3: Yeah,
0: well, good Doug for Lyman him. did uh, Edge of Tomorrow and like Swingers was it? Yeah, I yeah.
1: believe so. But he also did Jumper and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, so mm. hit or miss, you yeah. know? Yeah. Guess they never miss, huh? <laughs> right?
3: <laughs>
1: um, for all you meme culture people out there, that was a that was a reference
2: to a meme. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, what have you seen? Um, so we talked about Captain Marvel, but I also saw Alita: Battle Angel. Oh yeah, right on. Oh yeah. Um, it was all right. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it for the most part. Uh, the biggest issue with it is that like uh, those damn w- eyes. No, it huh. actually the eye thing you get used to and like you adapt it to a point where it doesn't become distracting.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the biggest thing that's troubling is the script is pretty muddled. Like it feels like a season of television in a movie. Mm. Um, but like it's a cool fucking looking movie. Like and it owns the fact that it's based on an anime. Like, there are even points where, like, uh, she'll be jumping in slow-mo while, like, tentacles are flying around her in, like, a big typhoon. Um, Great for all those hentai fans, yeah. Yeah. um, There's also, uh, uh, it also, at times, almost feels kind of like a Verhoeven film, because it's fucking violent. Um, It's just that they were able to get a PG rating, because we're cyborgs, so the blood is, like, blue. (laughs) Yeah. Transformer rules. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it was great to see, like, a movie, again, because we don't really do a lot of those anymore, where because anymore where pretty much every actor and it is a character actor, mm-hmm. like you've got Christoph Waltz, you've got um uh, Ali, uh Jennifer Connolly, uh Jack Earl Haley. You know who I'm surprised wasn't in that movie? Stanley Tucci. I think he would have fit in like a glove. Probably. Yeah, probably. Um and uh Ajax from Deadpool is in it. Oh, okay. John Goodman um, too, right? Uh no, he's not no? there. Oh, I thought you told um, me. He was. No, it's uh Edward Norton. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh. I don't know how I confuse those two. <laughs> Um, but, like, uh, John Goodman in Fight Club instead. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's a different movie. It's also the first movie that, uh, Robert Rodriguez has made with, like, a huge, like, insane budget. Because the whole story with this movie is that, uh, James Cameron discovered the property back when, like, the OVA and the manga came out. And he had been sitting on the rights for, like, two decades, like, trying to develop this into a movie. But since he, as a boner for Avatar movies, he, um, and yeah I guess ponytail sex um anyhow um he uh um uh he was like I'm never going to make this and Robert Rodriguez is like well I want to make it it's like all right I'll tell you what if you could make take my all my notes and everything and make a re- a cohesive script out of it you could have it and that's pretty much what he did hmm. but like yeah no overall I enjoyed it it's just that it's kind of muddled and um maybe a little too long yeah Um, But overall, I I did enjoy it, but I can guarantee if you don't like anime, you're not going to like it. Yeah, I'm probably not going to like it. Probably not going to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually been
0: hearing some surprisingly good things about it. Yeah,
1: I was not interested before it came out, and still not interested, but peaked slightly
0: more by the fact that the reviews were coming out pretty positively. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What have you seen? Uh, I read a book. (laughs) one. <laughs> nice, yeah. I read uh, Turtles All the Way Down by John Green. Oh yeah, How is it? That's oh, pretty good. I mean, uh, this is the first John Green novel I've read, so I, I don't know his tropes or anything. Yeah, but, you could uh, probably stop there. <laughs> <laughs> I do like uh, John Green as a writer. Oh, like, yeah. I, like the, the most interesting part of the book is the main character has like pretty extreme OCD. Mm. You kind of get to see inside the head of someone uh, whose brain works like that, and that's kind of fascinating. Do they handle it delicately? Or yeah, is it well, like... well, John Green himself has OCD, so he kind of is written from a place of he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> right on. Yeah. And how,
2: like, the characters, I'm assuming, are teenagers or, yeah. like, because John Green does write youth pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, Looking for Alaska is probably one of my favorite books. Yeah. Right I, Looking for Alaska is a great book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Fault in Our Stars is okay. If it's you, you want to. A- Cry it. Sappy. <laughs> shit. It's a decent book. And the other ones, I didn't like Paper Towns very much, and I couldn't finish an abundance
0: of C- Catherine's. Mm-hmm. Those Never were just it. too John Green tro- tropey for me. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: But yeah, I read that. Uh, I watched season two of The Dragon Prince. Oh, yeah. Which is an animated series on Netflix. Yeah,
1: I watched the first uh, first couple episodes of the first season. It was yeah, pretty yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah, the first season's pretty good. Second season way better yeah is the it's, animation better yes okay, like they, they they found all those missing frames and put them back in <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah right on <laughs> but yeah so they improved the animation a lot and the the story and the characters the characters are kind of the joy of the show for me uh every character is uh, really really good characterizations really cool character designs like all the looks are really cool and uh, all the acting is really good everyone has like a, a through arc throughout the season and uh pretty much everyone's Likeable in some way, and there's a lot of mystery and a lot of like symbolism, and it's it's really interesting. I did not expect that from an uh, animated Netflix series. Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard it compared to
1: Avatar a lot.
0: Yeah, because a lot of people who worked on Avatar work on this show. Oh, I
2: didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Okay, and, yeah.
0: and uh, the guy who plays Sokka in Avatar plays uh, one of the main characters. Really, I haven't I haven't mm-hmm. seen
2: him in anything for a while. I've oh, heard him in anything. Er. <laughs> three in a row. <laughs> three guys. You're um, gonna have to leave now. <laughs> three. I
0: get five. Three. five okay. Yeah. <laughs> How many uh, episodes <laughs> is it, Lucas? Uh, each season is nine episodes, so there's currently eighteen half-hour episodes. Not bad. I'd, I'd highly recommend it. It's it's season season one is real, is really good. Takes a little bit to get used to the animation style. Uh, one character I want to mention is uh, general Amaya she's like the aunt of the one of the main characters she is a deaf commander so she's signed so like she the way she speaks is she's using AS, uh, American sign language yeah and she's like one of the most badass characters too that's and also awesome. one of the one of the funniest characters so they, it's kind of nice to see like a, a deaf character in a show and mm-hmm. not treat treat it like it's a disability it's just it's something about her yeah and yeah. sometimes they have little moments where she signs and nobody explains what she says really like, so it's like there, there's a lot of like I, I always go after the episode look up what she said because they just throw in little episodes for deaf people and that's kind of neat that is cool uh Sweet. and i also watched uh eighth grade by nice mind. yes yes yeah, yes yeah. i want to know everything, everything <laughs> yeah. i think i liked it I mean, I think it's a very, very good movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's incredibly well-crafted. Elsie Fisher gives one of the best performances I've seen from some, from a child actor, like, ever. Yeah, she's, she's brutally really honest. She's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's incredible. Also, the guy who played her dad, I can never remember his name. But he he did really, really well, too. Let's I call him, him Discount Kyle Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> um, did
2: you uh, have a... Because I talked about 8th grade in my past. Mm-hmm. Did you have any similar experiences to what I had watching it, where, like... Because, again, I think it's really, really good. I'm never going to watch it again because I honestly got just
0: really, really sad and depressed after watching Mm. it. No, I didn't really get super sad or depressed. I, I, I never really had that intense desire to fit in when I was a kid. So, like, I couldn't quite relate to that exactly. I knew people who did, so I could kind of tangentially relate to it. Yeah, well, I'm for just like, sure. Well, I'm just like, why don't you just stay home? Don't go to that party. That, yeah. That's dumb. What <laughs> factory were you built in, Lucas? Like, <laughs> I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't really
2: have, uh, like, a crazed uh, desire to fit in or anything. It was just that, like, I, was a, I just had that whole thing where I was weird. I knew I was weird. Everyone else knew. Uh, thought I was weird. All right, mm. Jughead. Uh, <laughs> and it was, like, uh, and it just, like, wasn't fun because, like, I would always try not to care, but there's always kind of an underlying part of me that did. Mm. And that kind of struck a chord with me there.
0: Okay. Yeah, Yeah. there there was never really a part of me that actually cared that much. (laughs) (laughs) Beep boop. (laughs) I I am a robot. I am a robot. Uh, Please and never do that. Again. <laughs> <laughs> and I also uh, replayed a shitload of N sixty four games. Yeah, yeah. I was, nice. I was following you games. on
1: Twitter or doing that. Yeah. Oh, oh I should, I would like to mention too. Lucas and I had a war on Twitter over whose cat was cuter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had a cat fight. Uh, Lucas won because I stopped. <laughs> I didn't have. An, I didn't have any more
0: pictures of the cat. Oh, I had so many more. <laughs> I know. I That's have. why I was like, I gotta stop now.
2: And I couldn't hop in because I don't. Have regular access to a cat anymore, and I think Twitter, <laughs> and I think Twitter is the herpes of the internet. Honestly, <laughs> the first
1: point you made was the more um, like reasonable one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You could have just like no, I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. I'm gonna stop. I, I stop. E- yeah, I'm
2: gonna I don't use Twitter. use Twitter. Twitter is stupid. America's dumbass president uses Twitter. <laughs> I all right, was, cool. was
1: going to make a porn joke, but... Yeah, all right, there you
2: go. <laughs> all right, now that everyone's equally
1: uncomfortable, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can start our episode. There we go. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about video games, um, just going off of what Lucas said. So you were saying that you, you were playing uh, a lot of N64 games. Yeah. What sparked that?
0: Like I... I oh. Remember a while back, I talked about that uh, Donkey Kong sixty four live stream that yes. raised a bunch of money for, for trans kids. Yes, uh, that basically, I was like, "Oh man, I miss I miss N 64 games." So I started replaying. Uh, I put I played Pokemon Snap first. Nice. That was one of my favorite games as a kid. The emulator didn't work very well. so I, I was, was going to say, do you good. have a. You don't have an N64? Uh, we do s- somewhere in storage. I, I don't know where it is. Hmm. So I just downloaded the emulator instead of searching through boxes. <laughs> I feel you. <yeah. laughs> I, yeah. I remember when we were shooting in the trees, we used two of your
1: N64 cartridges to hold up the mic at one point, or the That's camera right. at one That's point. That's right. We That's did. Right. Yeah. We did. <laughs> Sorry.
0: I know, uh, I know fans don't like a lot of in jokes. So yeah. I'll refrain. <laughs> I also replayed uh, Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie, which were which were also a couple of my favorites growing up. Still great games. Like, yeah. genuinely still very, very fun. Uh, I also played uh, Ocarina of Time. Nice. Did also you beat a- it? Yep. Nice. Yeah, that, I, I, that was a game that I never actually beat as a kid, so I finally beat it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very rewarding. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And then also uh, Star Fox 64, which is... In my opinion, still one of the best games ever made. I nice. still
2: want to go buy a copy of that. Yeah, why don't you download an emulator if you got a computer? Liam has an N sixty four. Oh okay, you just yeah. don't have the. Yeah, no, I haven't bought games for it in a while.
0: Mm. Um, just because they're expensive.
2: Yeah, fair.
1: I was gonna get Liam a copy of
2: uh, Mario Kart for his birthday, and it was like hundred and twenty bucks.
0: Yeah, N sixty four games are they go for a lot lately. But like, I found I bought- one in
2: Montana for four
0: dollars. So, oh yeah.
2: I don't know. My cousin has told me. I haven't heard back from him, but he told me he was gonna send me a bunch of his games. Um, like you he said, he'll send me Smash Bros. He'll send me Star Fox. He'll send mm-hmm. me uh, pretty much every other game I want to play.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, um, what do you what do you consider your favorite video game? Ah, uh, for me personally, uh, Mass Effect Two is really high up there. It's a good one. Mass yeah. Effect Two, uh, Mountain Blade Warband is another one. That was it's, all it's, gibberish. <laughs> it's a it's a weird little uh, medieval combat simulator thing. Like you, you start out as just a dude on a horse. You can go around towns, recruit people, and like. Train yeah, you them did a and... whole video on it, right? Like uh, No, I, I, I did a video on Kingdom Come Deliverance. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And also, I really like a game called Crusader Kings Two, which is a very weird game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I affectionately refer to it as menus the game, because <laughs> it's all just <laughs> menus. But it's like it's a it's a medieval uh, politics simulator, basically. And it's like Civ, right? I. It's a lot more in depth than
1: Civ, but it's still like a top town RTS.
0: Sort of yes, but uh, it's it's more it's bigger, like because it 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 includes all of Europe and most of Asia and chunk of Africa as well, and like uh, it's very very complicated it has a very steep learning curve. I spent I literally spent twenty hours in the game before I knew how to. Play most of it. <laughs> I Learning still, how to play. Yeah, I still don't know how to how to play most of it. Because <laughs> there's like feudalism, and there's different cultures, but there's also different uh, political systems that you can play as. You can play as like a merchant republic. You can play as like uh, an, an an Islamic society, which has a completely different way of doing things. And then there's like Nordic, and like uh, it's very complicated, weirdly fun. Can you be a dictator? Yep. You, you, well, you're a monarch, so you basically are a dictator.
1: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. Do you ever wear a crown when you play? <laughs> don't tell people.
2: <laughs> Watch Lucas on uh, <laughs> Scare PewDiePie. Come on. I, mean, <laughs> just, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like how I would sometimes wear a wizard's cape when I play solitaire. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, what about you, Liam? What's, what do you think your favorite video game is?
2: That's a tricky one because, like, growing up, I didn't really play as many video games. The older I got, the kind of more I got into it. A lot of it is that, like, I, for the longest time, like, because I grew up in the generation where, like, just more and more consoles were coming out and, like, video games were really starting to make that big leap. Mm. And uh, with a lot of, like, uh, higher graphics games, I have trouble with them sometimes because I don't have very good depth perception, like, just in general. And just watching it on a screen and more and more depth coming in can kind of fuck with me. But ones I did love, like, I loved playing Halo. Um, I Probably it's coming my favorite. To Steam, hey? What? It's coming to Steam. Halo is, is going to be a PC now, which is, that's yeah. a big step. Sweet. Yeah, that's cool. yeah. um, but, like, uh, I guess the game franchise that really stuck out to me the most growing up was, like, Assassin's Creed. Okay. And a lot of it was because yeah. I, I lo- the controls were easy enough for me to pick up on. I loved the universe. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of, like, and the concept I thought was just really cool. And that was kind of a game, but also kind of made me realize that, like, Video games are essentially interactive movies, Mm -hmm. like Assassin's Creed. Like, I stopped playing after Assassin's Creed 3, but it was, like, this huge, overarching, like, epic, cool, sci-fi, medieval fantasy thing. Mm -hmm. And kind of combined a bunch of genres and things I was really into.
0: Yeah, and and, uh, the thing about at least earlier Assassin's Creed games that really got me into them was... uh, They were relatively historically accurate. Yeah. Like especially in Assassin's Creed 2. I was sitting there in my in my comparative civilizations class and they were talking about the Medici's and the Renaissance and I'm like, I know this. (laughs) Why do I know about this? I studied this for 33 (laughs) hours. I'm like, oh I know Lorenzo Medici. I talked to him in a video game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like
2: and it was to a point where when I heard they were making an Assassin's Creed movie, I was like, Why? Like you already you already have essentially a movie that you can yeah. play, but it's just longer and gives you more content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that was a really big one for me. A lot of the other stuff was like just playing GTA growing up. Like when I'd be done work, I'd be like, fuck, I'm going to go have some beers. I'm going to blow some shit up and just live. <laughs> <cathartically."> <laughs> yeah. And, and now these days, a lot of it is just playing on my N64, like doom and Mario 64 Mm-hmm. I try to play Goldeneye, but my TV is too high def, so... It, it looks like absolute shit. It does. It's very hard to play yeah. old school games on high def TVs. You mm-hmm.
1: need to
0: get a tube TV. I, I, I play it on my computer monitor, so it's smaller, so it's not as stretched out. Right, yeah. Um, so what about you, Chris? Yeah, I was just going to say,
1: who's going to ask? Me? <laughs> <laughs> who's going to be the one? Who's going to be the <laughs> one? Uh, Your Majesty. What do you like to play? What are your favorite games? It's Sir Christian of the... fuck it. Never mind. (laughs) Uh, I have a number as well. Uh, I think for the longest time, I called Half-Life 2 my favorite video game. Um, I had a really strong connection to it. I'm going to tell you this story real quick. Um, I don't think I've brought it up on the podcast, but... uh, And also for our listeners, this story may be repeated again on a future podcast that will uh, not be this podcast. It will be a different podcast. But... Uh, I swallowed a pencil once.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I was in eighth grade. I swallowed a pencil once. I love how I just hammer into that story. Yeah. I just like, yeah. no preface. This, I did this. <laughs> swallowed a pencil. No big deal. Yeah. I swallowed a pencil once. So I'll tell you the brief story. I was in eighth grade. Um, I was eating chicken nuggets with my first date on my first date. <laughs> that joke's only funny if you've seen eighth grade. Um, <laughs> no, so I was in eighth grade. I was sitting in, in social studies class and I had just on a pencil, um, eraser first. And I yawned, and it just went down my throat. Yeah, and racer first. And I coughed, and I was like, what the fuck? And I was, like, looking at my hands, and I was looking on the ground. and I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh.
0: That story makes me very uncomfortable already. It, It
1: was about... Two and a half to three inches long. Okay, so it wasn't like a full pencil. No, it was like a tiny Asian penis, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Wow,
2: and you say I threw our representation (laughs) out. Prick. Anyway. It's 2019, Christian. Be a little more sensitive. Hey. (laughs) They're just facts. Alright, I might have to delete this.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, I, so I swallowed the pencil, I laughed, and then I was like, uh-oh, my teacher's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I swallowed my pencil. Everybody fucking laughs, thought it was great. <laughs> went outside, called my mom, my mom was like, that could fucking kill you, go home now. And so I was like, okay, so I went home, my dad took me to the hospital, I was in the hospital for three days, they tried to get the pencil out, they went in with a camera, and they literally watched it go into my intestine. They watched the like the the sphincter close in my stomach. Oh. And they were like, "Damn it." <laughs> it's like, you know, the CIA has Pablo Escobar like in their sights and then he just s- takes a step to the left. <laughs> Pops on the bus down to Mexico. Yeah. yeah. And so anyway, swallowed the pencil. Was in the hospital for 3 days. Inevitably pooped out a pencil just <laughs> Very very personal story. Very, <laughs> I use that pencil to this day. No, no, uh, no. Anyway, and then on my way home from the hospital, my mom was like, "Let's let's, stop, let's go, Roger's video. Like, you you have been in the hospital for for a couple of days. Like, we'll I'll buy you a video game." And I bought Half Life Two, and I played the fucking shit out of that game for so <laughs> long. I played it. I I beat it four or five times. The only issue is I can't tell you a damn thing about the plot right now. I can't remember I, I played it like fucking like 10 years ago almost. Oh, yeah. I would have been about 17 when I was playing. No, young cuz I was in 8th grade. So uh but loved it. Loved that game so much. But in recent years that game has kind of been shoved off to the side. Cause I haven't played it in so long. And I think some of the games that I would consider my favorite now are uh the Arkham series games. Yes. Oh, okay, right on. Right so on. Asylum and City specifically. Um, I don't like Arkham Knight very much, or as I like to call it, Batman Tank Simulator. <laughs> um, or, and I only played about 20 minutes or closer to like an hour of Origins before my Xbox Red ringed. And then I was That's like, it. I'm going to take this as a clue.
2: <laughs> and so I just never played it again. Why didn't they call Arkham Knight Batman Arkham Tank? Because doesn't fit into the narrative of the title. Most those <laughs> games
1: have a narrative after Paul Dini left uh well arkham knight is it's doing its own thing and i don't really even consider it i think i I think arkham asylum and arkham city the the crossover and the and the carryover between the two games is just extraordinary Mm -hmm. it like it it tells a very very conducive batman story like really and also very engaging and and you feel like you're batman Mm -hmm. when you're throwing punches have you played it I played Arkham City, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you should you should definitely try Asylum as mm, well. I have it. I just haven't played it. <laughs> it it is much different than City, so mm-hmm. it is much smaller. The scale is much smaller. Yeah. I find that at points the the story is a lot better. Oh yeah. Um, but City has a sort like such a big landscape, mm-hmm. and there's so much more stuff you can do. Is, is
0: there more Joker in the first one?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the whole point. It's the whole plot. Perfect. There's I a lot a of Harley
1: time. in the first one.
2: Um, Scarecrows in the first one a lot. The hmm. scarecrow levels are to die yeah, for super okay. trippy and like even Very in city if i'm remembering correctly but like with a riddler and puzzle stuff and
1: yeah the the second one has a lot more puzzles than the first one does anyway um so those are those are really good but another one that i feel like i have to mention otherwise it's going to draw me bonkers is the harvest moon franchise oh yeah so <laughs> specifically um harvest moon friends in mineral town for the game boy advance i put more hours in that than i did my real life um i've I, I marry I can't remember what her name was. I used to marry this one girl, the same girl every single time. I think her name was Karen. Her name was Karen. Are you sure this
0: wasn't Sims? I would always marry Karen. <laughs> um, Harvest uh, Moon Harvest Moon isn't actually all that different from the Sims, except you run a farm instead of just exist.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you, you it's fun. And then yeah. the other one is uh, Harvest Moon. It's a Wonderful Life for the Game Boy or for the GameCube and I, I played that one actually yeah it's dope yeah it's a lot of fun i love in that game when you have a kid and the kid just like runs around and does stupid shit and like you can like when you carry stuff in the game it you don't like carry it in front of you you carry it over your head mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, like yeah. you walk around with your kid and you're just above your head like you're about to like huck them yeah. <laughs> and like you can I, I if i remember correctly you can take your kid outside of your home, and then walk down to the beach, drop him, and then just walk away. <laughs> and then the next day, he appears in your home, and you're like, you're a toddler, how'd you get back? Uh, but anyway, I love that. And then moving on to that, a more recent game that I've been quite obsessed with is Stardew Valley, mm-hmm. which is essentially a pseudo-sequel um, with all of the blessing from the guys from Harvest Moon, yeah. but designed by one guy. His really? Name, his name's Concerned Ape, that's what he, his name is on online. And it's all designed by one dude. Even to this day, all of the versions of that game that come out are all designed by one dude.
2: Wow, he does everything. It's is, really is it's this, something to marvel. This concerned ape fella is he by any chance related to Stupid Monkey? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe Code <laughs> Distant, Monkey. <Yeah>. Distantly. Distantly. <laughs> Wait for triplets. Code Monkey, Stupid uh, Stupid Monkey, and <laughs> Concerned Ape.
1: The mother. She he would be the mother. Um, there you go. There you go. Anyway, yeah, those are those are some ones that I f- I feel like deserve. Um, some high mention for sure. Um, but I think the reason why we wanted to have this conversation was just to kind of talk about the, the advent of, of modern video games and how they've kind of become almost a go-to for a lot of people in terms of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like comparatively to a movie, a movie you, you are given a certain amount of time and you yeah. can't, you can't really, you don't, the audience members don't have a choice in what this, what happens mm-hmm. in the story and the order in which things happen giving an audience member or a player, I guess, in this case, the opportunity to tell their own story is just a wonderful way of, of, of storytelling, in mm-hmm. my
2: opinion. There's still a, there is still still a structure. You do have to go up in certain guidelines, mm-hmm. but even then, that those limits have been pushed even more. Oh, sorry, yeah. I forgot one more. One more game that I absolutely
1: adore and I forgot to mention. Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, and Fallout 4. Okay, yeah. we'll carry on. Sorry. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, like to a point where I was saying with Assassin's Creed, but that made me realize that I was essentially excuse me, watching a, um, uh, a, was a, or playing an interactive movie? Mm-hmm. Like, cause Assassin's Creed was even written like a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much. It's the first one, especially. Yeah. I've, like, I've only ever played the first one. Yeah. I'm like, uh, um, I mean, like, um, I have, I personally have a little bit of trouble, uh, getting into it sometimes just cause like I'll, one, I'll invest uh, so many hours into something and just get really cathartic and like, I'll be like oh, my, i need to go outside sleep with something or
0: um, <laughs> um a, you know tree uh-huh. <laughs> something not necessarily someone no something some thing. This lovely
2: tree i met named willow <laughs> <laughs> um like that little person from that movie <laughs> but or the witch from Buffett. um warwick david <laughs> um but like where are uh, we even going with this guy um but what I was saying is that, like, so a lot of the time when I play video games, I'll just resort to something very simple where I don't have to do a lot of thinking. Like GTA. Yeah, GTA. See how fast you can drive and then jump out of the car. Yeah, yeah. or um, I loved, like, I loved professional wrestling video games as a kid mm-hmm. or, like, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. Or, I fucking
1: love Tony Hawk games.
2: Um, like, so much fun. Yeah, a lot of it is that, like, while I'm playing, I'm also trying to follow what's going on, and sometimes that can be a little, like, uh, just harder to keep up with. I'm yep. um, like, I appreciate the medium a lot. It's just something I have sometimes can have trouble getting into. Mm-hmm. Like if there are even some games where like uh, a story from yesterday, uh, I was with Christian when he finished a uh, fractured butthole. Oh my God. And it just yeah. gets to a point where I'm like with some video games where I'm like, I'd much rather to a point, just watch a movie. Yeah. Mm. I mean,
1: you can, uh, you can watch fractured butthole as a movie um, on YouTube but, I mean, I don't really suggest it because you kind of lose a little bit of the, the bridging between scenes and stuff. But I, I do kind of want to talk about those games for a real quick minute. Because I played Stick of Truth, and then I was waiting for Fractured Butthole to go on sale. And it did, inevitably. And it on the Switch store, I I played it on Nintendo Switch. It went on sale for like 40 bucks. That's 50% off. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, fuck, I'm buying it right now. And so I purchased it, started playing it. And at first I was like, okay, I like this. <laughs> I don't love it, but I like it. Because Fr- Stick of Truth is super funny. Mm-hmm. It's really, really funny. The, the game, it, it doesn't push the boundary too far. Well, it does. It constantly is pushing the boundary and offends you, but does it in such a way that only South Park can handle. Mm. You know. And then with Fractured Butthole, it's just offense, 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 and there's no, nothing there to give you a pause, give you a break. Mm-hmm. right nothing like like because one thing that south park does that's that i appreciate is that they'll tell a, an extremely offensive joke and then have someone like butters deal with it and i, I assume you're not a much a, much of a fan of the show i've, I've seen know. like maybe two episodes in my lifetime butters is a very sweet boy He's okay a very sweet little boy sweet little boy <laughs> and so you have like these episodes where like butters gets there, there's one episode fun with weapons i think is what it's called right good times with weapons good times with weapons and butter's takes a throwing star to the eye and uh, they're playing this game and they're all larping and then suddenly he gets a throwing star in the fucking eye and they try and to they... dress him up like a,
2: a dog and take him to a vet so I'd get to have it removed so he won't get into trouble and then he just walks <laughs> off bleeding out and then he walks to the hospital and uh, they think he's a dog <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah but it, see what I mean is like if that like if a little kid got hit in the face with a throwing star it'd be a very serious thing but they handle it in such a way where you can laugh with it in fractured butthole it's just it's literally one fart joke the, the mm. game is just fart joke after fart joke and it the story is so overbaked that when so liam was watching me play it um that and i, I had maybe 30 like an hour left in the game or something like that so liam just yeah, came over wasn't very much long to play. and um the, the the game ends with such a bad joke that i was like kind of pissed off Hmm. And then it just
2: like it's over. Game died. It wasn't even an offensive joke or anything that's like <clears throat> super upsetting. It Was just dumb. Um, yeah, was in really fact, stupid. it kind of tied into like what I've said about like a lot of movies and what I could even attribute to some to video games in some instances, which is that you're when you're making something without limit or like just without like any training wheels or like uh, some kind of mandate on you, it always it almost always winds up in you making. A big, a crazy, insane piece of shit that quickly gets carried away with itself. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and, and like yeah, like what Liam was saying, when you're given endless possibilities, you are limited creatively. When you are given limited um, uh, resources, your creativity expands. Yeah,
2: lim- uh, limitations breed cre- creativity. Right, yeah. which is what Stick of Truth had quite extensively. In fact, there's even a quote from uh, Nicholas Meyer who wrote um, uh, Wrath of Khan, and I think a lot of the other good originals... A series Star Trek films where he said art thrives on limitations mm-hmm. and with situations like a uh, stick of truth and uh, maybe even a uh, Batman uh, Batman Arkham Tank um, uh, that's exactly what he's talking about yeah. yeah yeah for sure I would say Asylum more so because
1: Asylum is a very limited game and so no I'm saying when so you're
2: making something without limit like oh I see. it turns into a mess I see mm-hmm. I see
1: yeah but yeah so I, I find that that for a lot of people uh, a lot of young people um they don't have the opportunity to go to the movies as much, or the interest is just not there. I, I find it very interesting that people can't hold their attention for two hours sitting in a movie theater, but they can spend all, upwards of 10 to 12
0: hours playing video games. Oh, yeah. I mean, it just it, it grabs your attention in different ways, and people have different attention styles. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so that's, that's kind of what I
1: wanted to talk about today, was how... Video games. I, a lot of people consider video games detrimental to young people, mm. um, but it's not true. Honestly, no, not at all. You know, that's that's one of those. Kicking it back to uh, episode fourteen, our censorship episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you can listen to that on Spotify, uh, iTunes. and <laughs> uh, Is that um, you know saying that video games cause violence is such a ridiculous concept that yeah like how could you honestly believe that you know like people are, are developing their fine motor skills they're developing yeah. like
2: hand-eye coordination keeping and keeping their brains
0: busy I mean, yeah exactly I do,
2: are, I do think that like any form of art or entertainment to live in like a fictitious world like it can't if you embrace yourself too much it can be addicting and it can be a problem oh, yes yeah, video game yeah.
1: addiction is very real oh like, yeah uh, for i sure. remember
2: my I, This was once a story of my dad when uh i was when i read something like in a magazine when i was like 10 i was like hey dad why do some video games earn more than movies? And his answer to me was because they're as addictive as crack. Well, I disagree. Um, <laughs> you've tried crack. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I see we have some crack here right now.
1: What? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So do you guys want to go fight some squirrels? Or? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry off track again <laughs> yeah, fucking it sorry. happens yeah sorry happens. listeners at home yep. but, but yeah so, video uh, game
0: addiction is definitely a very real thing but mm-hmm. also just because something can cause something negative doesn't mean that it is inherently negative right
1: sex causes stis mm-hmm. not all of them yeah, yeah it's right? like uh, it also
0: causes causes children <laughs> yeah, It's like uh, it causes abominations <laughs> to this earth <laughs> yeah it's like video games
2: can at times be addictive but so are many other things that people take no issue with like Alcohol? So, so was alcohol. Cigarettes?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much so anything is, can be addictive, Yeah, so really. was
2: masturbation, so... Yeah. Masturbation's addictive? <laughs> oh, yeah. can yeah. be. <laughs> Bread makes you fat? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like... I mean, I don't know. It's just something that I've... I was at, at least with uh, parents from, like, when our generation and whatnot, I've noticed... It's very much a talking point that goes... That I've noticed... Still, even if his day goes on a lot. Yeah, sorry, just building off of what you're saying, did, did your dad ever play video games? Did your parents ever play video games? Uh, my mom used to have a Super Nintendo that she would play with us sometimes when we were really young. Do you remember any games that they played? Uh, my mom loved, like, uh, uh, was it uh, would just the original Super Mario? And, uh, like, things like that. So uh, sometimes she would let us, uh, she would pull it out and, we'd play, and she'd let us play it with her. Nice, right. yeah. Um, but, like, uh... My dad my dad is very much to be opinion, except for the things he likes, where um video games and movies are for the thinking impaired. And uh And yet your dad likes some pretty intellectual films. Yeah, he's like, Oh, sometimes they get it right. <laughs>
1: he's like, unlike my children, I'm not gonna tell you which one.
2: <laughs> um But yeah, it was like I don't know, it was it's was always a big argument and point of discussion in the household. Like I mean, I don't know. it's something that like I just disagree with so much. I think it's such a mute, bullshit, stupid argument. that I don't even want to give it uh, give it that much attention. Of what in terms of like, uh, like video games are are, are addictive are, and the a problem in society. And society. And, yeah. Uh,
0: Sorry. I th- you, you kind of went off on something. <laughs> in the middle of a different conversation. I was very confused. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm just, I'm, if, if video games cause violence, I'm curious what video games people were playing back in the Middle Ages. <laughs> like,
2: well, well <laughs> yeah. I mean, Caveman had that game, what we learned about at the Glenbow Museum, where it was like a ring hooked to a stick and you yeah. had to flip it up and try to catch it in. Yeah. And then there was also Execution Simulator. <laughs> not,
1: not they weren't really exactly is. simulators. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, wow, that's a real, that's a very real simulation. And then the guy on the floor with his head chopped off, is like.
1: You know, what would be no. a cool idea for a movie. Is a service that provides a VR experience when mm-hmm. in reality they just send you back in time, wearing these
2: glasses, <laughs> and you're like, "Wow, this looks really real." Oh, I know. You can of...
1: smell the
2: black plague. <laughs> I know the. I know what of uh, Dark Ages favorite video game was. Copy the
0: wheel. Christian. The wheel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Push wheel. <laughs> Crucifixion. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a popular one. That's popular <laughs> Gladiatorial yeah. combat. Yeah, Jesus, war? take that. <laughs> war. World War. World War Two, yeah. Not as not. In, in, well, a, well, there's a there's a whole thing about how war changed
2: a lot. Do you think World War II calendar. would have been the uh, best received out of the <laughs> the trilogy? <here. laughs> well, I mean, actually, this is kind of on the subject of video games, but I remember uh, uh, one time because uh, here in Calgary we have a military museum. I was talking with a uh, with a a veteran who was in uh, the Vietnam War, and he was talking about how a bunch of people even went. How he said, like, he'll never understand, like, the whole uh, video games cause violence things, given that he's seen actual war. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and he's like, yeah, no, it's not a pretty picture. And even, like, uh, things, video games, like, glorifying it, or he says, like, yeah, no, a lot of them don't really. He says he takes issues with things like Call of Duty and whatnot. Um, and I mean, like, I could see that because there isn't, like, any form of humanity or something to grasp onto, which is part of why I'm not really into that stuff. I have a rebuttal. If you've ever played, it was one of my favorite games when I was a kid, was, uh, Call of Duty Big
1: Red 1. Um, it's based off of the movie, which also has Mark Hamill in it, I might add. Hmm. Um, it's a really good movie, actually. It's a, I believe it takes place during World War Two. It might be World War One. No, it's World War Two, And, uh, it's a very heavy film. Uh, it's, it's very very heavy and the video game is also very heavy and shows you the atrocities of war it doesn't show you like, it doesn't glorify it like there's there's moments in the game where like you have to choose whether or not like a kid dies and like things like that like it gets incredibly like in depth on like the atrocities
0: of war yeah Maybe, like, and, uh, and of in that now. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in that line another game that's kind of like that is spec ops the line have you ever heard of that one I have yeah yeah it's uh, it's a you play a soldier who has PTSD basically uh, and you just go through this series of events. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it just keeps getting heavier and heavier, and shit just keeps, get, keeps getting weirder. And Yeah. Anyway, what were you saying? Um,
2: yeah, I'd say, like, things like Call of Duty now, or, like, or, or, like just, like... Because, I mean, I'm at a point now where, like... I mean, like, part of why I like Battlefield more than uh, Call of Duty is that, like... Uh, was it? If you play Call of Duty games now, it's literally just, like, a loose frame rate right, so you can just go around and shoot things. Um, and it's just like first person shooters with no humanity, no emotion. Well, with Battle, uh, battle, well, what was the last Battlefield that came out? Uh, Battlefield 1 or? I believe it was 1, yeah. Yeah, where like it's just like all the story modes you can play are actual, just some of them are kind of heartfelt stories about World War 1. Mm-hmm. Um, And like there is actual humanity and things for you to grab onto. I mean, like that's, I could, I'm not sure I agree with it, but I could see some concerns being there where there's like no humanity or nothing to, uh, or just nothing to grasp onto in that sense, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, I argue the same with like a lot of movies and stuff, and well, just yeah, most true. forms of entertainment. I
1: mean, I can I can tell you a number of games that have affected me quite, quite personally. Like, oh yeah, like uh, the Walking Dead video game, the the Telltale ones. I yeah, I played season one. That was. It's hard. Really, really good. But... It's it's very hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, and I mean that not in the difficulty of. Yeah, the, yeah just, I know what you mean. The yeah. choices you have to make.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I also Firewatch is another one. If you haven't played Firewatch, I've, I have not played it but i have watched a let's play of it nice it's really good mm-hmm. i, I mm-hmm. think playing it is a much different experience
0: you 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 feel a
1: much different you feel much more personal
0: yeah and in that, in that vein again another game that i really really loved that uh, is kind of similar to that and you have to make choices the telltale style but not telltale is uh life is strange yes i, I want to mm-hmm. play it really bad it's, it's really good what's, what's that one that came out in like 20
2: <coughs> sorry i choked on my spit <coughs> What's that game that came out in, like, 2011 that was considered, like, the first, like, really, like, groundbreaking uh, interactive movie? It was Heavy Rain, that's the one. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, Heavy Rain. Oh, yeah, I
0: have Heavy Rain. I haven't played it yet. Um, where yeah. it's,
2: like, essentially a detective story mm-hmm. where, like, you make all the choices and whatnot. Like, the narrative is very loose. Um, but, like, even, um, like, that... I don't even know where
0: I was going anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, there's, there's a, like video games. Ro- Roger Ebert was wrong when he said video games can never be art. But I also think he had the wrong idea what, when he was talking about video games. Yeah. He yeah. was thinking of things like Pong and like Tetris and stuff. Because yeah. like, you, you, you can't win art. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. But also like that's not how video games are anymore. Right. But not some, not some at are. all. Some of them are. Yeah, for some sure, of yeah. Like
1: Fortnite's just like a, a game. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily like it, but yeah. it's a game. It's, I understand the yeah.
2: I understand the influence. Um, it's a game in a millennial wasteland. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like uh, more Gen
0: more Gen Z. But
2: yeah. yeah. Either way, uh, but like I don't know. I agree with you, Roger Ebert was wrong on that. Mm-hmm. In fact, Roger Ebert was wrong on a lot, which is why I was much more partial to Gene Siskel. <laughs> um, uh, one thing I was gonna ask about, just because given what we do talk about a lot, it does lead into it. Video games is at or adaptations of video games. Oh yes, and like, yes, well, yeah. like, is it possible to make a good video a movie based on a video game? Yes, the Angry yeah.
0: Birds movie. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just fucking around. I, um, I think it's definitely possible. I just don't think it's. I think it's kind of pointless. It's unnecessary because, well, like, video games tell the story themselves, and oftentimes that uh, story structure doesn't translate very well to film, and. Um, I was gonna say something else, but I forgot. I, I caught the forgetfulness um, from like the... just and also where just, are like, we right I guess now? I don't know. <laughs> also, just talk about like what,
2: like, because we've gotten a lot over the years, um, and like what, like, and there are some that are that have come out that are tolerable, mm-hmm. and like I can at least watch, um, but it's, like just really Such going as? into, like what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some examples? Like, like the... things where I like didn't hate it. Yeah. I didn't hate Prince of Persia. Me too. Um. Parts of it, it I thought, parts of it I thought were kind of cool, but it was it it was just an obvious ploy by Disney to try and capture the pirates audience Holy again. Holy shit, yeah. it was a Disney movie. I
0: forgot yeah, about shit. that. Um, uh, it, it's not necessarily a video game movie, but it's sort of a video game movie. Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, hmm. I would count Wreck It yeah. Ralph. Yeah, I think it's
1: a it's a movie about video games. Yeah, it's not sure. an adaptation. But you know, uh, it's a wonderful video game film. The Wizard. Wizard, you guys know that one? No, I now know Fre- a wizard. Fred Savage, yeah. Oh, that. is that the
0: guy? The, the guy with the power yeah. glove? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, that was, I have not seen that in a long time. Oh, it's fucking garbage. But <laughs> I watch. I watch it every once in a while just to
1: remind myself of it, and I'm like,
0: yeah, I,
2: it's not good,
1: but I still love everything <laughs> about this. I, I love the power glove.
2: It's th- so bad. <laughs> I think the major reason video game movies haven't been working is because. One, we're getting hacks to work on them. Mm. Number one. like able. Uh, What? Sorry, what did you? New Able. Uh, um, but like, cool. uh, even outside of that. Like, He's going to uh, want to fight us now. <laughs> uh, like, even uh, like that, like Assassin's Creed. Like, what, they got a pretty competent director on it. He did, like, Fossbender's Macbeth. Mm-hmm. But they hi- to write it, they hired the guys who wrote Accepted. And, <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, whitewashed uh, Ten Commandments. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, um, like a lot of them are just getting, like, pe- the last people who should probably be working on these are, like, mm-hmm. people who don't really seem to have any affinity or just... Bunch um, of asshats, yeah. Yeah. Versus yeah even,
0: even when they make get, like, good directors to work on video games, video movies, they turn to shit. Like, Duncan Jones is a great director, but he made Warcraft.
1: Although, <laughs> apparently, if you're a fan of Warcraft, I'm not, but I know a mm-hmm. number of people that are fans of... The, of the video game, that loved the
0: movie. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm sure it's very faithful to the lore, but lore isn't story. They also fucking
1: love it in Asia. It's you so know. much so what that it's think. getting a sequel. Really? Uh, Warcraft is getting... As far
2: as I know, it's getting a sequel, and I think it's going to have its premiere in Asian countries. You know what probably would have made Warcraft to a lot better received? If they didn't do it in live action and they just had Blizzard animated as
0: a, move, as like I, a big epic actually, animated yeah. film. Actually, yeah. I think it should have been animated. Yeah. Like, it was basically animated anyway. Basically. <laughs> yeah, but, um, there's uh. Did you see it? I saw Warcraft.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not good. No. <laughs> um, and that was Lucas's review um, of Warcraft. The other thing is that with, um, is that I think Chris Stuckman put it best when it's like, I do believe that you can make a good, you can make a good movie based on a video game. He said result, the biggest issue he's noticed is that they are not giving the people who go to them what they want to see. Mm-hmm. Like, look at Doom, for example, with Barack and Carl Urban. It's not, they're not fighting hell. It's, metaphorical hell. Um, yeah, like, there's no actual hell. It's just like, this is hell. And it's, and it's like some weird metaphor thing. And like, I was like, no, I want to see
0: like some crazy, yeah, stuff. some demons shit. and shit. yeah. That's only... why it's called Doom. <laughs> yeah, like,
2: uh, the game is littered with like, freaky monsters and like... Yeah. Uh, Satan and satanic imagery. Doom Eternal looks fucking cool. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> um, but like, uh, but now um, even see, like, yeah. The, sorry. On on that
1: note, they they released the uh, the uh, some promotional not um, yeah. uh stills from
2: the new Doom movie. Oh, and oh, uh, okay. the trailer came out, and Vandergraaf showed it to me. The trailer came out even. Yeah, thirty second trailer. Fuck, is it hmm. bad? Eh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's just like I have my skepticisms. <laughs> um, and then you get things that are like so. And then even things like another video game move, Rock Rampage, where it's so oh, far yeah. removed, where it's like, where it's like, okay, so we're just giant versions of actual animals. Well, in the Rampage games, you're a person turning into a big freaky yep. animal monster. Yeah, Rampage is a great
1: game. I, I love, love the arcade. The arcade stand up. It's, it's super fun. Um, I I do think it's possible to make an adaptation of a video game. Uh, I think maybe doing it on TV or on Netflix might be a better way of doing it. Actually, now
0: that I think about it, the Netflix Castlevania is pretty dope. Yeah. I was going to
1: bring that up. I've been hearing good things about it. it. It's really
0: good. I really liked it.
1: Yeah. And I I feel like that's the best way to do it because, Mm -hmm. because you, you can take as much time as you need. Yeah. Right. And fans of the show or fans of the game probably going to stick with it. You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, Mm -hmm. in most cases, Yeah. I watched UL Bulls, um, postal. Okay. Like a long time ago. Um, it's, Pretty faithful f- to the game, which okay. is pretty frustrating considering it's Oobol, you know. <laughs> it's not good, and but neither is Postal. Mm. That's the thing. The post- if you know anything about the Postal video games, they're just ridiculously offensive. Okay. Like, you can, like, kick little people around and, like, shoot cats mm. if you want, and, like, mm. it's stupid. Although, to be fair, the video game gives you the option to be a good guy. You don't have to do those things, but if you want to, you can. Okay. But anyway, they, the movie is very similar to it, and it's not good. But he also... Did he do Alone in the Dark? Yes, and yeah. House of the Dead. And House of and the Dead. And uh,
2: Dungeon Siege. House of the Dead has Matthew Lillard, right? I think so. It also has uh, Lois from Smallville. And... Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that guy makes
1: fucking movies. You know what... I haven't done this in a while. You know who's a fucking asshole? ball. <laughs> that guy's a fucking jerk. Fight me. I'll box you. you <laughs> fucking asshole.
2: He'll probably kick the shit out of me, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I was going to say, I agree with you. Like, why not just do more of him on television? In fact, uh... Yeah,
0: more TV series. More video TV series instead of movies. It's a great idea. I
2: remember idea. was, um anime anthology halo film that came out when i was in my teens and it wasn't bad yeah they were pretty damn cool yeah like i remember uh, seeing those when i was a kid there was even one that was animated like the video game and like uh remember red versus blue yes red, oh, red, red versus blue is
0: great it's great. also <laughs> what i will
2: argue is like what could have been like the first really good amazing video game movie was the one that was being developed for halo one because you know who was writing the script? Who? Alex Garland. Oh. Yeah, and I think it was supposed to be directed by Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson was originally going to direct it. And then they um, passed it around to, like, and, Spielberg. And, uh, no, then it was going to be um, uh, Blomkamp, which they shot. Uh, they did shoot promo, or uh, uh, concepts for. You've probably seen that. And that became, those became the ads for uh, Halo 3. Yeah, they, was, they are uh, very well done. It was, So,
0: like, a film written by Alex Garland and directed by Neil Blomkamp. Yeah. Yep. That would be a fascinating movie. Um, <laughs> And it was then... Uh, and it was, I think at the time, it
2: was planned to be, like, the most expensive movie ever made. Yeah, it was going to wow. be a billion dollars yeah. to produce. Um, and it was Jeez. going to... Uh, this is, like, 2008. Yeah, oh, wow. And, like, um, apper- again, they had shot, like, uh, uh, test footage and whatnot, which became those ads. And But the two studios they we were partnered with to make it, I believe it was Warner Bros. and Paramount, they got into a big dispute and separated, so it's like, yep, yeah, now we can't make it. Oh. And now, apparently... Apparently, Garland's script is floating around somewhere. Really? Oh. So, I mean, if there's a fan over who has it, I'd be very curious to read it. Yes, all of our Spanish fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> como estas? Uh, um, Me llamo S. Christian. But there is talk, I wasn't going to say, there is talk now about Spielberg picking up a project, mm. which
0: I don't know if I'd want to see. I don't know. I think I think Spielberg uh, should, should retire. I'm not saying he makes bad movies anymore, but I'm just saying he's... You're old man, let other people do yeah, it.
1: Yeah, you heard his comments about how Netflix movies shouldn't be allowed yeah. in the Academy. I don't I don't give a shit about it. What a fucking that, asshole. No, no, I I'm I'm I mean, I didn't really I like I said before, the only reason I watched the Oscars last uh, last month, in the last month was because they were on at the bar, mm-hmm. right? And like I lost complete interest, but I do still think they have their weight and de- declining any sort of film at all is so elitist. Yeah. Like, Very it, much so. And it's not, that's not cool. You can't, you can't, just Spielberg, you cannot decide how Hollywood is going to play out. You're gonna, probably going to be dead in 20 years. Like, <laughs> you know, like, you can't control how, what's going to happen. With, yeah. I can see a look on Liam's face that I know he wants to tell a joke, but I'm not going to fucking let you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just, I, I don't know. I, it's ridiculous. But, you know, Spielberg kind of made a video game movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Ready Player One. Yeah. 100% so 100% a video game movie. Even right. though it's not, it's not, it's based off of a book, but that book is based off of video games. So.
0: Yeah. Many many video games. Many many many.
2: And also, Spielberg likes jerking himself off. <laughs> <laughs> and also that move, I would argue that like he, that's not a video game movie. It's a fan fiction movie. Yeah. Pretty fair. much. Fair. Fair. But anyway, um,
1: yeah, video games are cool. Yeah, uh, video games are cool. I like video games. I I think. Um, um, I wouldn't say it's the future of storytelling by any means. Um, I think it's just it's a
2: side side quest for yeah, it storytelling. <laughs> you know? It's another. This well, is another avenue. Yeah. Yeah, it's another avenue. It's kind of like uh, a comparison I can make to it is like there was a point in my life where I where I kind of was on the eBird side where I was like, Oh video games can't be. Uh, I was like, aren't like, we just we're just a bunch of like immature uh, kids sitting behind a sitting behind a TV screen and a microphone, just talking shit and blowing things up. But then I thought back to uh, what a medium I really love, comic books, Mm -hmm. and and how like then you got things like how they were considered just childhood escapism. But then you got books like Mouse and Watchmen, and they proved that they could transcend that. And I'd argue, uh, was it I personally think video games have, but it uh, was it have transcended that. But if they if they haven't, they're pretty damn close. Yeah, I think they definitely have.
0: I I have a lot like I have a lot of criticisms of modern uh, AAA games. I just think they're being trying to be too much all at the same time. What do you mean? Sorry? Like, uh, every every AAA game nowadays... AAA game as in... As in, like, big-budget studio games. Right, like, like, like the Call of Duties. Yeah, or, like, like, Red Dead Redemption Red or, Dead, like, all yeah. those. Most of my complaints are about Red Dead Redemption 2. The, the ones that they <laughs> hype up at E3. Yeah, but, like, uh, I really dislike how they're trying to be everything all at once. Like, Red Dead Redemption 2 is trying to be an RPG mm-hmm. while also a shooter while also, like... A third-person adventure game, while also being a walking simulator, while also being a shooting simulator—all these different things. I'm like, just choose one or two. I saw this. I saw this great Onion article that said, uh,
1: I always mention the Onion on here and like you know, other things. Whatever, yeah. fuck it. Um, that says uh, Red Dead Redemption Two Extended Edition um, only has slower horse.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the only thing that makes it like extended.
0: It. And also, there's a lot of problems with the video game industry as of right now because yeah. uh, crunch. Have you, heard, you know do you know what crunch is? No, crunch is like uh, something that happens in a lot of creative industries when the deadline's coming up, so people work extra hours. Uh, but in video game, the video game industry right now, uh, crunch happens on basically every game and every day almost. Yeah, they people work hundred hour weeks, mm-hmm. like they're being, and then they're laid off.
2: Once the game ships, well, the yeah. same thing happened with like uh, it was famously documented outside of video games in something like Sausage Party, yep. mm-hmm, where yep. um, mm-hmm. a lot of animators were first forced to work overtime without any pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. I, it I've, happens in in pretty much every creative industry, I think. But I, video games, there's no unions. No, like film, film has unions. Animation has unions. Actors have unions. Film, video game developers do not. So yeah. they don't have any protection against that. Which is incredibly
1: frustrating because they put in so much fucking work. Yeah. Like you just said, like upwards of 100-hour weeks mm-hmm. to produce something that they don't even know if it's going
0: to be good, right? Yeah, they don't know. And, and the, uh, I, I was also reading an article about it. Uh, if they burn out and they quit before the game's done, their name doesn't go in the credits. That's
1: stupid. Yeah,
0: because if you you if your name isn't in the credits you can't prove you worked on that game you can't put it on your resume oh that's a bummer <laughs> oh it sucks so bad yeah the,
2: um the other thing the other big downfall that i think video games have had which is that this goes back to the whole making things without limits thing mm-hmm. which is that some video games have just gone on and stayed past for welcome yeah like i'd mentioned i stopped playing assassin's creed after the third one because i'm like okay the story's done everything with desmond has been wrapped up um, like, there's nowhere really else to go. And remember just like, oh, it's uh, it's another modern-day guy and another assassin. I'm like, I don't care. If you're just going to make shitty pirate simulators, like... Yeah. I'm like, especially with something like Assassin's Creed, where you're taking something that was really brilliant and just needlessly expanding on it. Yeah, it's yeah. Need- needing the dough too
0: much, you know? Yeah, and I... I uh, with the... Earlier Assassin's Creed games, I, I personally really liked how they were like historically inspired and had a lot of actual, like actual info in there. Yep. And then I watched some clips from the new one, and you're fighting a dude who's nine feet tall. And yeah. it's like, what the and fuck happened? And I think happened? you can turn into a crow
2: or some shit. Really? I think so. Yeah, there's a lot of bullshit. Uh, uh. Again, like Black Flag is essentially just a pirate simulator. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, it has its place and was kind of fun at spots, but I got played for me like two days, and I was like, I'm done. I don't yeah. give a shit. I stopped in um, Revelations. Same with, um, like, I uh, uh, was, again, obvious target, like Call of Duty mm-hmm. to a point where, like, you're flying around with fucking jetpacks and, like, fighting robots and stuff. I'm like, wow, you same guys thing are- was Saints Row did the mm-hmm. same thing. It starts out as a
1: pretty, like, uh, uh, clone of GTA and then turns into a superhero game by the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you have superpowers and shit. I've it's... only
0: ever played the fourth
1: one.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> even <laughs> it this it goes off the rails. One game, I can't... Or, like, even losing track of what made the games originally great. Like, one thing I can't believe we haven't mentioned is Resident Evil. No, mm. Like, uh, how after... Uh, like, how originally, like, it was, like... Very scary and intense. The and you first had, four are terrifying. And you had to like preserve ammo. You only had so much, and you would have to like slowly move around everything and have to decide like, am I going to shoot this citizen or do I need to save my ammo for the zombies? And then the movie came out from Paul. F- I fucking hate you, W. S. Anderson. Uh, uh, fucking diarrhea <laughs> scum of a head. Um, Mia
1: Jovovich's husband. Um. Yeah. Just
2: uh, after his shitty movie came out. Uh, they um. They kind of just went for road of bad, and I oh, was like, now Re- like the
1: first two Resident Evil movies are fun, but they're fucking garbage. But they're fun. I watched. I think I watched Resident Evil. There's five of those movies, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't I nor care. do I really care. But I think I like, watched the
2: third one, and I was just really pissed off but, the
1: whole time I was watching. But
2: after Vos came out, like uh, the game started to become more like the movies where you could just run up to them and kick zombies in the head. Mm. And yeah, yeah, and I'm like, wow, you have given me absolutely no reason to care. You had something really good going.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, and I I also feel like we we take these things and filter them and filter them and filter them and then explode them and then make them big again and then make them small. And like to the point where it's not even the same thing anymore, specifically with adaptations for video games. Like in a lot of cases, they are not the same like, um, Max Payne or, uh, mm. I'm trying to think of a number of other ones, but anyway, I'm kind of losing my own thought. Now I got the forgetsies. <laughs> uh, you know what would be a wonderful movie? and i think if it was done right would be fantastic is if they made a portal movie yes i think that would be I very agree. cool or oh. more specifically an animated series cuz i mm-hmm. think it would work a hell of a lot better as an animated series than it yeah. would live action i don't think live action would work for that
0: whatsoever yeah i think they need they need to find a kind of a new way of doing some of the puzzles cuz like watch people solve puzzles isn't isn't a good Thing for movies. No, look at Saw, right? (laughs) Got so tired of that. Um
2: actually JJ Abrams was at one did at one point announce he was developing a Portal movie. But like given it's JJ Abrams, he's put it on a shelf somewhere and has and hasn't touched it since. Also watch, it's gonna be a secret Cloverfield (laughs) spinoff. Yeah, no, either bad or it's just gonna be the game and being and JJ Abrams being like, Look, look, I made portal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> anyway um yeah video
1: games are cool man
2: yeah, yeah I, I think great.
1: I think they like we said earlier they're a wonderful um, Avenue for storytelling and I can definitely see why people play them and and why I mean why I play them mm-hmm. right like I play them because I I like shutting off my brain for a couple hours, but I also
0: still want to be engaged, right? Yeah, there's also a lot of games out out there that will legitimately challenge you. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, I'm looking at and, my list here, yeah, and not not just in like a difficulty setting, in like a philosophical uh, manner.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, like the Legend of Zelda games too, mm-hmm. right? Like I think that's that's kind of a base level, kind of like like on, in terms of. Uh, giving you like philosophical choices and that sort of thing. But then you look at those, which you could effectively call walking simulators, mm-hmm. like um, Gone Home is yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to
0: think of other ones. Like, uh, I tried to play that one, but it was late at night. I got scared, so I stopped.
1: It's not scary. No, it's not. Real scared. The game is not (laughs) scary at all. Um, It is. It is actually a very lovely story. Um, Another one, like I was saying earlier, Firewatch. Like I love those games. Those story-based games where Mm. you don't have to shoot anything. You just walk around and you get to have a really good time. Like I think those are really great ways for indie developers to create something that they can engage with their audience with in a very positive way. Like I oftentimes don't go for mainstream games mm-hmm. unless it's something big like like I fucking love Nintendo. Yeah. Fucking love Nintendo. I think Mario Odyssey is such a fantastic game. I love The Legend of Zelda games. But on the Switch, uh, on the on the Nintendo eShop, it's the 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 scale of indie games that are on there versus like um like uh, uh, Nintendo exclusives or whatever. It's astronomical mm-hmm. there are so many indie games on there it's cool. it's unfucking believable but and and a lot of them are are really great um stories and stuff i i I bought this game I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but it's called white white out. I've heard of that one, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like uh. It's kind of like a top-down detective game, yeah. that kind of thing. They did a remaster of Grim Fandango, which is mm-hmm. super fun. Mm-hmm. I, that's one I have. <laughs> it's really good. I have a lot of video games on my computer. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like I love Terraria or, Terraria or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's fun. I, I only ever played it on mobile, but mm-hmm. great game. I think it's fantastic. Um, oh, I have to mention a few games because and I just want to see if they, they, they hit you guys like they hit me. Um, have you ever played Journey I have not no it's very good it's basically like a flying simulator but you're like you're going through the desert and you're trying to find the light Mm -hmm. and you can play it in one day super good super fun game Um, Jack and Daxter do you oh, guys yeah. remember Jack yeah. and Daxter? I, I yes. played a little bit
0: of Friends House when I was younger, yeah. yeah.
1: I liked that game a lot when I was yeah, a like kid. Jack 2, Dark Jack. Like Dark and Jack. And a, then a Jack 3, Jack, Jack Talks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Crash Bandicoot was oh, always yeah. a really great time. Um, the only one that I'm familiar with is Warped, which is the third one. They did a remaster of that for for most consoles, the, mm-hmm. the Insane Trilogy, which is very fun. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. Uh, but... Some that I really wanted to hit on. Do you remember? Guys, remember Clay Fighters? No, no. For the N sixty four. Holy shit! You don't remember Clay Fighters? No. It was a fighting game where you played as clay monsters, and you could like <laughs> you could do like stupid shit like fart in your hand and throw it at somebody, and like if you were the snowman, you can like gather snow off yourself and throw snowballs. Hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Rocket League. Yes,
2: oh, yeah. Yeah. Rocket League and is a blast. Liam and I'm I Liam,
1: so bad at. I it. am not good <laughs> either. Uh, Liam and I have played Rocket League quite a lot. Uh-huh. Um, I usually kick his ass, but it's it's a good time. The last one I wanted to mention, though, and I think this is only going to affect you, Lucas, is Star Wars Republic Commando. Oh
0: yeah, I haven't played that game. Ever. I was much more Star it's Star cool. Wars Battlefront 2.
1: Battlefront Two is also a like good like the original, game. Yeah, not yeah, Final I, Duty I in the mean. Star Wars universe. I know, I know you mean. So that. just to kind of wrap up our, so we talked about um, adaptations of video games. So what about the inverse? How do you feel about the inverse, where they oh, take movies they, being adapted, movies to, being video adapted to video games? I mean, usually
2: a little cash grab. I mean, I'm not really. Um, I mean, what I love isn't like when they adapt say movies or whatnot, but like. Um, Look at something like Spider-Man, which came out recently, or Arkham, where you take comic books, Right. where I'm like, Mm -hmm, I'd love to mm -hmm. see more video games do that, because, like, from what I've seen of uh, Spider-Man for the PS4, it's like, it's Spider-Man, like, Mm -hmm. Spider-Verse, like, apparently, like, people always are apparently fighting a lot right now as to which is the definitive of Spider-Man, the game or the movie? Yeah, the end of the <laughs> Spider Verse of
1: the game. And we, t- after we ended our last episode, we sat around with Scotty for a while and 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 shot the shit about more Spider-Man stuff. And I remember we talked about the game and how like Scotty was saying like he's it's one of his favorite um, Spider-Man stories. John Tasker same thing. He said that that's his definitive Spider-Man. Um, I think in terms of taking already pre-existing stuff and, and applying it to video games sometimes works mm-hmm. sometimes it depends on the game uh
2: totally and, like a movie you're turning into a game of a property
1: when i was a kid i play i i don't like the harry potter movies i don't like the harry potter franchise or anything particularly very much I, i'm just not very into wizards and mm-hmm. that sort of thing i think if i tried i could probably love those those movies but they made a video game for the chamber of secrets I remember that game. I had it on the Game Boy Advance, and it was awesome. Okay. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) But what I was going, my main point of this whole thing is that the people who make consistently well-made games that are not super disappointing is Lego,
0: and Mm. Lego Mm -hmm.
1: takes properties and applies them to their video games and make them endlessly enjoyable. Okay,
0: I haven't played many since like the original Lego Star Wars came came out, but. (laughs) <laughs> it was pretty good. It was really so fun. Good. Yeah. Um I also I really loved um
1: uh what was the other one I really enjoyed? Uh the Lego movie, the game was a lot of fun. Okay. Um Lego Marvel Superheroes 2. Oh okay. Interesting. It's pretty good. The second one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not the first one. Fuck that game. But anyway, no, I, I mean uh, I love the way that developers and uh, can come together to create something that, that is so um meaningful for them but also just for for fans of of media itself you know like video games are so there's so many different video games out there i can guarantee you that anyone can find a video game that they'll love yeah they're they're, they're, it's it's almost impossible to say when people say i hate video games or i don't understand video games you're not playing the right ones
3: yeah
1: right it's the same thing with movies i hate movies or i hate music or i hate wrestling you know Mm -hmm. you you can't say that definitively until you've um seen it all you know like you you can't you can't and i mean that's impossible you can't you can't listen to all the music that's out there in the world you can't play all the video games that are out there in the world you Mm -hmm. can't watch every single movie ever made it's impossible
2: sorry lucas that also goes for comedy.
1: It does. Yes. I
0: never I never never said I hate comic books. Lucas they has never n- drawn
1: me in. He's never said he hates comic books. Yeah. I I can I can say I've known Lucas for like 5 years. Never once said he hates comic <laughs> never books. Never said never said I hate comic uh, books. No. Just not his thing. Liam, it's like me in anime. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Liam, it's like shitty soap opera TV shows like Riverdale. (laughs) Anyway, next episode of the Thundercast, we're going to do a deep dive of Riverdale.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Considering you're the only one who's seen it. It'll just be be me talking to the microphone. (laughs) Liam will be on vacation. other words, he doesn't want to do it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Anyway, all right. This has been the Thundercast for this week. My name is Christian. My name is Lucas. And I'm Liam. See ya. Yeah, I don't know why that guy makes fucking movies. You know what? I haven't done this in a while. You know who's a fucking asshole? ball! <laughs> that guy's a fucking jerk. Fight me, I'll box you. <laughs> fucking asshole. He'll probably kick the shit out of me,
3: but... <laughs>